Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. You better believe it. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube. Make sure you visit them at DowntownLube.com for their full list of services. They do specialize in oil changes and tire service, but they are much more than that. Also, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when you're going to need that nicer, newer car to have its oil change and those tire service. So make sure you make your way over to Downtown Lube right here in Joplin, Missouri on 1st and Main Street for those needs. And welcome into the show. It is draft season, so we are joined by our draft expert, Matt Miller. You say almost the draft scout? The draft scout. Uh, We're going to talk, who knows? Who knows? I make these rundowns, and then when you come on the show, it's like, we'll see where it goes. We will spend one hour on the top two things on this rundown. (laughs) But I'm fresh off Indy. And I feel like I have a lot of rumors, a lot of news that you a guys want to hear. Breaking I, news? I haven't seen you guys in a while. I haven't, you know, it used to be you guys would go to Indy with me and you would either be there while things happened or I would immediately like download my brain to you. I'm like, hey, here's what happened, right? Feel, um, feel free. Um, I will let, let you know. <laughs> uh, I got to Indy Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Harry and Izzy's 12 ounce steak. Okay. Thursday night, BJ Kissel, Kansas City Sports Network, took me to Prime 12 ounce mm-hmm. steak. Friday night, I was exhausted. I got room service, but I got steak and broccoli. Saturday night, night, TV bosses took me to St. Elmo's, 12-ounce steak. I 60 ounces of steak, easy. Easy. Digested while I was in Indy. Easy. I feel bad for those toilets, man. The Indy, mm-hmm. Indy toilets went through it. It's a hotel. doesn't matter. <laughs> um, no, my, this this Irish German body is made to process meat and potatoes. I'm fine. It was good. I know you guys text and ask how was Indy. First time I've been there without Mellow in a long time. First time I've been there without both of you in mm-hmm. probably five years. Uh, I only went to High Velocity once. The the famous JW Marriott bar. I only went one oh, time. Oh yeah, one time. I I liked that place. It was really good. Yeah. Um, if you're in Indianapolis, I would recommend it. Yeah. It's always a million degrees, though. Crowded. Oh, my God. And so it was, so it was actually weirdly hot a couple days in Indy. Then it, like, sleeted, rained, was really cold. Um, different experience for me this year. A little bit of a humble brag. I was chauffeured all week, so I didn't have to deal with the the things. You didn't you know. have a guy almost turn on to the wrong way in the interstate because you know, <laughs> decided to be a royal bitch. Didn't, didn't. Also, <laughs> but I also didn't bump into Cliff Kingsbury outside a bar when he drunkenly told us who he was going to pick first in the draft. So it's uh, a give and take. Well, that's because he wasn't there. This he, year. He's still uh, in Thailand. Uh, no, he's back. He's Is back. he? Yeah, he interviewed for some jobs. He's back. I wonder how that, well, I mean, Zoom nowadays. I don't know if he was Maybe. just like, hey, I actually, I don't know how to buy a ticket back to the stage. So can I actually... Was, I want to. I'm glad you said that because I'm going to just um, be unplugged tonight. Yeah. Did you know that when you f- travel internationally, it's actually impossible to buy a one-way ticket as a United States citizen? You have to have a return date. He did not buy a one-way ticket to Thailand unless uh, he was planning to pick up residence. You can't do that. You can't do it. It's illegal. The State Department won't let you. And I know it's like a good story. Like, oh, he bought a one-way ticket. Yeah. You can buy an open return, but you have to buy a return. 
So let's just put the old kibosh on that story because it didn't happen. Oh, our, our pants on fire, Cliff Kingsbury. That's what we bring Matt on for. Right? Yeah. Not the draft tape. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, what, uh, travel tips. Unless you're getting residence, you ain't, you got to come back. <laughs> Actually, if you were going to have me on a podcast and not talk about the draft, it would be bourbon, gas stations, or travel tips. Well, I had a bad slice of Casey's pizza if you want to dive into that. Well, I don't eat Casey's pizza anymore, actually. So there's that. Man, I had one. Actually, I had a slice the other day, and I was like, man, this shit's so good. Did you go to the one in Liberal? Yeah. That's why. You can't go to the ones in Dude, I just... They don't mess it up. Like I come to the cases. I come to the one in Joplin. It's like... B Street? I almost just asked. That's why. Like, what the... What are you doing wrong? (laughs) They're not cooking it long enough. I'm going to ask... Like, next... I'm just going to start getting snippy with them. You should do that. I please bring yeah. it with you. You can get them, Karen. Not like with you, but I'd like to be in the Casey's filming when you get uh, yeah. snare. I don't know that guy. To be yeah. like, hey, just run it through one more time. Yeah, sl- slap it back in there. Just calm down. We usually Pause. so <laughs> pizza tip here. Uh, we will order our Casey's pizza well done. That's the trick. <laughs> this, you know, this dude eats a lot of steak. Where he's telling this pizza how he wants to make <laughs> good temperature on my pizza. Don't take a pepperoni pizza medium. Thank you. I remember the first time somebody asked me how I wanted my cheeseburger cooked, though, and I was like, "Uh, well done." I, I don't <laughs> cook. I don't know. I don't want medium. pink on my cheeseburger. So I like my cheeseburger medium well because it's not as like. Uh, I had a real tough. bad experience with a cheeseburger that was cooked like medium rare. rare. <laughs> was it me? Did I cook it? No, it was okay, in Nashville good. though. The same day night. you got sick. Like, yeah, I, I had a rare cheeseburger, and I'm talking. I'm that's not going to out the I've place, but don't eat the catfish on a place that sounds like they would sell bombs to mm-hmm. the Roadrunner. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, right. There. Speaking of Nashville, man, we're not even going this year. I'm kind of bummed out about it. I'm over it. I'm over it as well. Really? I don't know. Yep. I don't. I'm just getting this like Nashville itch, man. I just want to feel like be when we went for my Broadway. bachelor party, it was a good like farewell. For me, it was. It was like, a, okay. Actually, I agree. It was a farewell. I, I think we've outgrown it. And it has outgrown us quite clearly. It, well, I think it was just, we've, I mean, we've gone to the same spots. So it's like we got to get out of our routine. you got to find a new For routine. me, it's just too crowded. Same. Yeah. And you're not going to find, like, we were going to the place that wasn't crowded. Yeah. Yeah. And then it became crowded. Also, like, we've kind of done that. Mellow over the course of our adult lives of like about seven years carving out places of like this is our spot, mm-hmm. and then it's not because of us, but because it's so much fun, other people realize it and it gets overtaken. Like Austin, Texas used to be the spot, and now like it's not fun anymore, it's too crowded. Uh, same with we need to find the next up, we need to find city. the next spot. And I have an idea, I think it's Charleston, South Carolina. Hmm. That's my that would be my pick, also. But the thing is. There's this show on Netflix. I've not watched it, but there's a show called Outer Banks that is in Charleston, <laughs> and I think it's going to ruin Charleston because it's so popular. People are going to go there. You say this like it's not a popular. It's like the, the number one Netflix show is out it? there. I've never <laughs> seen it. Hey, there's a show, Outer Banks. I've never seen it. it. I've actually, I've never seen it. Never either. seen there, it. Yeah, I guarantee you someone was just like, yeah, Outer Banks. I know but what it is. And but I know it's that based, it's based in Charleston, hit. and I think uh-huh. it's going to ruin Charleston the way everything ruined Nashville. Yeah. I didn't know it was it's based a, in Charleston. I, it's... It's kind of long and drawn out, but it's a pretty good show. Is it like the OC? I, I never watched say, that it, either. It I don't know. Like, um, I don't know what that one. One is. Tree Hill, but with boats. Uh, Ooh, it's pretty it much like, like a group of kids. Like you have a group of kids that are like they're all from the outer banks, but from some from the poor side, poor from the rich side, and one of the kids' dad from the poor side is like after this national treasure, he ends up. Is dying, there a boat wreck? And then they go on like <laughs> a, a national like tre- like not a national treasure hunt, but like they're going after this treasure. So. There's a bunch of places. No are they going to steal the Declaration of Independence? 
<laughs> Sorry, there's your there's a secret code on the back. Actually, you got to blacklight it. Anyway, uh, would love for people to drop in the comments or when you hear this tomorrow. Where's the next great American city? Charleston or Kansas? <laughs> how about this? Fort Worth, Texas. Low key. I was thinking Dallas, Fort Worth. actually, but I was wondering if it was too big already. Are I the think stockyards in Fort Worth? Fort Worth, yeah. yeah. I feel like Dallas is spread out enough that there are so many pockets, like different. But you and I have gone around a couple times in Dallas, and it's a different scene every time. You no, know, it's a pretty good city. Low-key, just underrated. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You're not, I know you're making a joke, but it's not <laughs> terrible. I had $200 stolen from me that night, actually, so mm. I don't know that it was my favorite. I was night. trying to think of places that we had traveled to. Fargo, I'm not North ever going to hear about Cedar Rapids without thinking of Hillary Clinton being like, just chilling here in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> remember that. She's all. got like a selfie video. She's just trying to be like. Trendy. I can just remember leaving it just Iowa City up. to find a strip club and ending up in Cedar Rapids and having $200 stolen out of my pocket. That's what I think of. He thinks of Hillary Clinton. I'm thinking of that. <laughs> I, too, think of the Gentleman's Club. Uh, how about we do talk about football, though? Because we had big news that we had been waiting for. Uh, and that's the Lamar Jackson news comes down. Uh, there have been rumors. Your colleague, Adam Schefter, had said that they might slap the non-exclusive tender on Lamar Jackson. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. And now, as everybody probably knows, uh, the, he's a free agent. He gets to negotiate with any team that he wants to. But the Ravens have the opportunity to match that offer sheet. And if he walks in free agency, the Ravens will get two first-round picks, yeah. which is pretty c- crazy. Uh, just I looked it up. Russell Wilson last year went for two ones, two twos, and three players. Yeah, and Matthew Stafford went for more than two ones. And these are these yeah. are old quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson. He's been in the league for a long time. Twenty six yeah. years still old. Twenty six. Yeah. Unanimous so MVP. Crazy. I think the, there's a lot of layers to this. Obviously, I think to start at the top, like you said, Mello, it's a non-exclusive tender, which means Lamar Jackson on the fifteenth can go to market and get offers. But it's not a it's not a negotiation. So if you are the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. and you're interested, you don't have a first round pick in the 2023 NFL draft. You cannot negotiate with Lamar Jackson. If you're the San Francisco 49ers, you don't have a first round pick. You cannot negotiate with. Oh, Lamar so Jackson. it wouldn't be like your next two first. Right. So it's non negotiable. It's, oh wow. It's a first in 23 and a first in 24. Is the way the tag is structured. Now there's some wiggle room. That if he were to sign the tender, you could then negotiate, but it becomes a lot of gray area where so he has to sign with another team first, then negotiation happens. Yes. Okay. So it is. It's it's tricky, right? Yeah. There's also, and I'm one of those people who, and I apologize if I'm jumping ahead. A lot of teams immediately went to reporters and said, "We're out." The Miami well, Dolphins went to reporters. I was say those that, teams. You have the Falcons, who almost immediately shockingly, go, what the hell. Uh, the Panthers, the Dolphins, the Raiders, and the Commanders have all released like official statements saying they are through not reporters. Through reporters. Mm-hmm. So here's – sorry, go ahead. I've really put a lot of thought on this because I was wondering, like, why do these teams that we clearly think desperately need a quarterback, especially when we think of the Falcons, the Panthers, the Raiders would be a good one, like the Commanders, like, hey, we're not sure what you're going to do there, but you getting Lamar Jackson will help your team out significantly. Any team in the NFL – you know, not named the, the top teams in the AFC there, could use Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Be, it would be great. 25 and 32 teams. But I really start thinking, I was like, is it because that the NFL has been coming down so hard on, like, the whole fact of, like, teams kind of, you know, doing behind-the-scenes discussions and stuff like that, that they're trying to clear the name? Because is it next Tuesday or is it Monday? It's the 15th. What is that? Tuesday? Monday? Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's pretty. I didn't know if it was one of those deals where they're like, "Hey, like we're not we're not doing this. We don't want the Miami Dolphin trimming here where we lose our first rounder. So we're just going to say right now that we have we're out. We have zero communication with them, and we're going to be fine." But because, what does then you do? But like, and here's the thing. I think it was actually Tom Pelissar that was talking about it this morning, or Ian Rappaport is kind of where the, the thought really branched off of is because Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent, right? We all know that. Yeah. So it's like. With teams, you know, or other players in the league having an agent, a team could reach out to the agent and be like, hey, we want to talk to you about this player. But instead, it's like, hey, kind of actually, what about this guy's ability with Lamar Jackson? He could just come out and say, like, yeah, I talked to the Dolphins this week or I talked to the Falcons yeah. this week, and then they're immediately in trouble. So the thing I will say about that is there are – every agent right now is talking to NFL teams about their exact player. There's mm-hmm. no, like, you know, hey, I'm calling you about this guy, but I really – like, no. I, I was an indie – heard those conversations happening and Lamar Jackson, while he doesn't have an agent, he does have representation. So teams could talk to his representative. It's not an NFLPA certified agent, but he has people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's not just his mom. He has marketing people. He has financial people. I, I actually talked to one of his pe- financial people today um, about something else, but I know he represents Lamar. And so there are, there are points of contact. It's not like, you have to have Lamar cell phone. You're not calling his mom's home. Right, right, right. It's not, like Lamar there, no. okay. it's not like when I call Mel Kuyper, I call the, the landline. Uh, what I think, country, is that, that, sure, teams like Miami who just got, they just lost a first-round mm-hmm. draft pick because of tampering allegations, they could be like, yeah, we're going to wait. I don't think you have to put a statement out or like run to a reporter and be like, hey, we're out on this. And I'm not the, the guy that's going to blow the whistle on collusion on just about anything, but this feels a lot like collusion. And it really, really does feel like teams don't want to pay a fully exactly. guaranteed contract, but also teams don't want to take a star player from a blue-chip franchise. And I immediately saw all the collusion talk, and I thought it was going to be a race thing, which I, I don't think that's the case. But I am a little bit more on the collusion side of teams don't want to give a fully guaranteed contract. Right. Which blows my mind because why was everyone so willing to do it for Deshaun Watson? Only one team was. Only the Browns. That's why, do you remember a year ago, We, I think I was doing the show with you guys at that time, no one talked about the Browns until the last minute. Remember, we were all hearing Falcons. Everyone heard Falcons. There were jerseys on Falcons Twitter. Or Panthers, or and then the Browns. Even the Eagles were kind of rumored. The Browns bit. came in at the very last minute because they offered fully guaranteed, and that was the owners. Because it wasn't owner the front office. Yeah. The owner came in and said, "What do we have to do to get him?" And they said, "You got to go fully guaranteed." So they did. So I think uh, I think a lot of people also. This is not a secret. People aren't huge fans of the Browns owners because of this, and so I. You could say 31 other teams are now like, hey, we're not doing that again. Like, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that again. And good That's luck what, and that, collusion. That too. is also like, collusion. I mean, right. Happen. Good luck proving it. But are there conversations of like, hey, we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how long have we heard? Andrew Luck was the guy that was supposed to break the yeah. mold of get a fully guaranteed. And then it was Russell Wilson. And, as I, and then Deshaun does it. Right. <laughs> Kurt Cousins kind of did. So, like, can you prove collusion? Probably not. Does it feel like it? It feels like it as much as it did when no one was signed Colin Kaepernick. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, wait. I And I also saw a report that a lot of teams are probably balking on because they don't think the Ravens will actually let him walk. That's the other. Th- this yes. is them kind of saying, okay, go get it. Absolutely. Offer. Like, let's figure out what you're worth on the market. Like, we're and not going to do gonna the sign that offer. You know, it's the idea of, like, you know, if you were in a relationship and she wasn't happy and you're like, hey, go see what's out there. 
And then you realize there's probably not anything out there better than me. So you're going to come back. I wouldn't recommend that, by the way. Hashtag just a tip. But it, I think a lot of teams feel like the Ravens are just using them to set the market, and they don't want to do that. They don't want to be – also, imagine your team – say you're the Falcons. You have Desmond Ritter. You've somewhat committed to him. You sign an offer sheet with Lamar Jackson. You automatically tell Desmond Ritter, we don't think you're the guy. And you're just getting used. Hopefully Desmond Ritter's like, yeah, I realize that was a third round pick. Jackson. Yeah. 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 We talked about this with Deshaun Watson too. It's like, Hey, Matt Ryan, sorry, your feelings got hurt. You're not Deshaun Watson. Yeah. But Matt Ryan forced his way out when that happened. So I think, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky situation. It, well, it's happened one time where a player signed a non-exclusive tender and was traded. It was Sean Gilbert in like 1997. Yeah. Like it just doesn't happen. I would love to see Lamar Jackson just like middle finger to the Ravens. Be like, Hey, like you've done nothing to help. Don't me you out feel here. like he is though? It's been two years. They've been negotiating with this guy for two years, and he's like, nope. He played on a fifth-year option. Yeah. And he the, wasn't tagged yeah, last he was year. He was a fifth-year option. And he, I do think he's, like, raising the double middle fingers. And then you got Rashad Bateman on Didn't Twitter calling out comments? the GM, you know. Yeah. And, Didn't he make some comments negative about the organization? He not, never, not recently, but I yeah. thought he did. During the season or before the offseason. I mean, he's still active on Twitter. I saw he, he tweeted something today. He was like, I'm in good company. And it was uh, a quarterback to have, like, a certain amount of throwing percentage. I think it was over 90 and then throw for, like, a certain amount of touchdowns. Yes, and you're right. It's him, Patrick Mahomes, Dan Marino, and a couple what of, like, great-name quarterbacks. wild is, I don't know if you guys got this, my mentions are full of people who are like, Lamar Jackson's not good. What? And I've been I've been on the train. You know? I mean, I've almost felt like I led the charge. Like I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he's going to develop to be anything. And I've also had to come and admit and say, hey, he has developed. He, you want you know, like to progress through his career. Led the league in passing touchdowns. Yeah. Yes, he's been hurt, but also like let's take a step back. If you got hurt, and we all saw the NFLPA surveys, if you got hurt and you know that your contract's expiring, and for two years you've been negotiating, are you going to rush yourself back? Why would yeah. you? You're Why would Kyler you take Murray a chance? Yourself and then, I mean, yeah. luckily Kyler Murray had already signed a contract, so he's fine. But we've seen it time and time again. I mean, Robert Griffin was the yeah, big one that, that came to great, mind when we were talking about Lamar Jackson, yeah. a guy that rushed back and then, I mean, pretty much ended his career. I don't care for him now and what he does on ESPN. I think it's kind of a joke. But he probably should have sat out a couple games mm-hmm. and let that knee recover. But he rushed it back. Or, you know, Kevin Durant. I mean, hell, Kevin Durant's still not the same. He's hurt again. Taking another big ankle injury. So I, with Lamar, like, I get it. And if I would have been in the locker room, I think you would have loved to have had your quarterback out there in the playoffs. But I think a lot of those guys also understood, like, if he if he tears that knee up, he's probably done for. He's yeah. hit with the franchise Especially tag. Especially given the done. state of the turf in the NFL. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm yeah. going to wait. How I'm going to get paid. that hard to grow grass? I'm doing it pretty well in my Because these yard. venues keep having, you know, the stadiums are treating themselves like a venue, of course, and mm-hmm. they have other events going yeah. on, so it just makes it even or harder to take care well, of the field. Let's grow $80,000 grass outside and then wheel it inside. And, oh, wait, there's humidity inside yeah. that there wasn't outside. Yeah. Which sounds great until you realize you're snip, in snip, Arizona. Where <laughs> grass doesn't hey, let's grow. Let's try this new grass on the biggest stage in America on the football field. That's fantastic. One of my favorite stories of all time was uh, when Matt Bowen went to run his 40-yard dash at Iowa he talked about how a tornado had come through the year before, and so they didn't have a covered surface for their practice field anymore. And it was like back in the days of like AstroTurf. Ooh. And he said that AstroTurf sat in the Iowa sun all summer, and it was like running on like concrete. And he ran like a 4-3 at his pro day <laughs> because it was just – there was no spring. It was just hard as shit, you know, running on it. And that's the opposite of the Super Bowl of, oh, we 
paid $80,000 to wheel this grass in and out. That's a cool video, but your grass is shit. I'm convinced they do something at the combine to make that running surface harder. Uh, The combine, actually, a lot of players were slipping in workouts, a lot. Um, You could see... It's so weird being inside for the workouts now. You guys should try it. Oh, you did it last year. Yeah, um, we were the, the tur- opening scene of NFL Network That's before right. the draft. So the turf wears down play. so fast. Not where they run the forties, but where they do the position drills. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I mean, I was surprised how many receivers were tearing the turf up and starting to slip a little bit. Yeah. Um, so with the Lamar Jackson stuff, I guess we'll see where he goes. I. I do you think he ends up going to another team, or do you think he ends up just finding his way back to Baltimore? I'm, I still bet he goes back to Baltimore. I don't, I don't know. even know if he'll get an offer sheet from another team. Could it be I one of those deals where he does, like, is because it's the exclusive where he, you know, he's going to have to sign and then come back here, or not exclusive, excuse me, where he ends up having to go back and he's like, actually, I don't want to be here. Trade me. It, like, now that yes, I have my contract, that get is, me out of here. Like, I trade mean, like the NBA, right? I don't just know anything about that. Like, I'm not reporting anything, but – it is a one-year deal, so it is possible that the market says, hey, we don't want to pay the two first and $250 million guaranteed. We're going to pass, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what's out there. Whether it's true or not, that's what's out there. Is How, that what was the amount guaranteed? 250 which Deshaun was 230 So, again, whether he wants that or not, that's what's been articulated to the media. So you could have a situation where no one offers that, but then they trade him. The thing would be, you know, like right now, you have to have that cap space available to, mm-hmm. you know, absorb that. I mean, if you're the Carolina well, Panthers and you're well, and your it, owner has to have that money, which is something you and I have talked about a lot before. Yes, your owner has. I to mean, the Raiders put are that out. money in escrow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Raiders when the Raiders out. came out, we're like, right. no, we can't like, do it. Commanders yeah. are out. Duh, yeah. we know that. But if you're the Carolina Panthers and you're sitting at pick, and I don't want to get ahead on your rundown, but you're sitting at pick number nine, okay. Bryce Young is going to go first. C.J. Stroud is going to go second. Someone's probably going to trade up, and Anthony Richards is going to go third, which means Will Levis is going to go fourth. Okay? So you're at nine. What is your fucking plan? Why are you not selling that land that you started to develop and that didn't develop in South Carolina and getting Lamar Jackson for the number nine pick this year? And then in a shit division, you could win. Number next nine year. this year, Ooh, next Derek year, Carson's 24. <laughs> but, like, but think about it. Like, logically, you have a gr- that is a good team with a decent quarterback, right? Yeah. So you're thinking, hey, we're in the playoffs, right? Okay. And, and like we see with Patrick Mahomes, in three years, that contract's going to be a bargain anyway. It so is right now. Why wouldn't you give up pick nine and what you think will be a pick in the 20s next year to get a sure thing as opposed to trading? You, you would have to trade two first to go up to get a non-sure exactly. thing this and that's year. That's why I don't understand teams like the Panthers or the Colts. And the Colts aren't one of the teams that have come out and said they're not interested. But specifically, like you said, the Falcons, the Panthers, why are you not considering getting Lamar Jackson? Like, are you that sure of yourself? Like, oh, we can find a quarterback in the draft? <laughs> no, you can't. I no. almost think like – You've tried. And I've heard, heard other, I've heard other people, uh, you know, kind of throw this out there too, but like the Detroit Lions, I think that could be a great landing spot. I think that would be – I actually really like Jared Goff, so I don't want I, that I mean, to happen. I mean, I totally get yeah. that. He, you know, impressed a lot last year, but it's like – Okay, you His salary so just say for them, their salary cap would be a big problem. Right. Golf salary is so high that you would have to. I mean, you have to trade him. Right, right. which I don't think you can contract. do. To get someone to take Jared Goff's salary, I don't think mm-hmm. you can trade him. I mean, it's probably going to have to be. You can't get someone to, to take the Ravens Jackson salary, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, the other team that kind of came to mind too here is why aren't the Jets interested in this? And I know we can kind of transition you know this why. as well. Like Aaron yeah. Rodgers, right? But the other situation is Aaron Rodgers is on the back end of his career, clearly, spending four days in darkness to decide if he's going to come back and even play. Imagining what it's like 
to be retired, sitting in a dark room, going to take a piss in the bathroom <laughs> and hoping, bless you, that he you, brings you that actually, up every time. This guy's that you actually hit the toilet. I just think that's hilarious that you're in a dark room <laughs> and it's like, hey, I, I just realized I've not heard this hit the water yet. Am I even in the bathroom? What you if know, the toilet like, doesn't have a lid? What if it's like a prison toilet? That's even freaking more hilarious. Like, what an idiot. But the thing is, like, if you're the Jets, just why don't you go after Lamar Jackson? Like, that just completely yeah. sets you for the future, and then you have a guy in his prime I think it moving is, forward. I think for them it is the salary construction of you have a roster that can't really absorb a quarterback who makes that much. There are, I mean, let's be fair. There aren't many teams that can, even if the deal in three years is a bargain. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my other side of it, flip the coin. If you're the Baltimore Ravens and you could have the – we've talked about Detroit, they're six. Uh, we've talked about Atlanta, they're eight. We've talked about Carolina, they're nine. Why would you not be trying to sell this as hard as you fucking can so you can get Anthony Richardson? If you're one of those teams or if you're the no, Ravens? if you're the Ravens, be like, hey, hey, we'll throw in a little bit more. Come get, the, come get your guy. He doesn't want to be here. Come get him, and we'll draft a 22-year-old phenom out of Florida, and we can run the same damn thing. Yeah. Isn't that like a per? If you're Baltimore, are you not like just, hey, you know what? If, you, if we have to lose our guy, if we have to lose him, if he doesn't want to be here, there's another guy in this draft. This- Wasn't it Lewis Riddick who was saying that last year? Probably. That they should just let Lamar walk. Or maybe it's Bucky Brooks. I get those two confused. Lose a. He's like a low key because he doesn't like hype it up. That dude's brilliant. Like about how like Lewis Riddick, like the thinking ahead about yeah. moves. he's very well connected too. So I almost feel like yeah. anytime he tweet tweet tweets tweets some things about specific teams, it's hey, I kind of know where they're going with this. There's a reason I'm putting this out here. Yeah, and I know locally, you know, a lot of us are we know that with the Chiefs, yeah, and the relationship that he has there with Brett Veach. So it's kind of one of those deals too, where like that definitely plays into it. But moving on from Lamar Jackson into Aaron Rodgers. Talks today is that, hey, the Jets are interested. The ball is in Aaron Rodgers' court. All he has to do is say yes, and then the Packers will negotiate something with, you know, with the Jets there, and there it is. Jordan loves turn to shine. The Packers have had a great quarterback situation for 30 years. If they roll into another 15 years with Jordan Love, great for them. I will say this. uh, It's going to happen. He is being traded. He will be be traded. He, He will be traded. Everything I've heard says that it's happening now Aaron Rodgers is the most enigmatic player in the NFL he could tomorrow change his mind so I want to preface that because he goes to sleep in the dark this has happened to me but we all do this has happened to me before where (laughs) I've said that something's going to happen and then like a kooky person changes their mind it's happened right so Aaron Rodgers could change his mind everything I've heard says it's like that part of him wanting to play for the Jets is sealed up here's what I love and I I love, and I know Mello will love this even more than me as soon as I say it. One team in the whole fucking NFL wanted Aaron Rodgers, and it was the New York Jets. Like, that's it. That's it. All these teams need a quarterback. One team. And, like, hey, I love you, Jets fans. You're not a model of, like, franchise stability. (laughs) One team wanted Aaron Rodgers. Not my 49ers. Not the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, right? Not the Indianapolis Colts. One team wanted your boy, and it was the Jets. That's hilarious to me. Yeah, it is a little bit odd that nobody's... No one's... Like like the 49ers. Raiders always said he's wanted to be a 49er. And they didn't even now... They drafted Alex Smith. They didn't want him then. They don't want him now. That's a personal push point. Even if the 49ers are like, okay, we want you, we'll give you one of these quarterbacks. Even if it's Brock Purdy and some picks. All right, fine. You have Aaron Rodgers for a year, maybe two years. 
Yeah. Thompson. <laughs> and then you have Trey Lance. Yep. So I don't even think it's uh, from a 49ers standpoint of, oh, we've already got our guys. Well, do you? You don't. Let's <laughs> do be honest. You though? So I, I do like that because I don't like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And the second that he gets traded, and I, I do think he will too, I'm going to be a big Jordan Love fan. So I, Packers uh, fans don't like come for me right now. I'm on your side. I'm not biggest, an Aaron Rodgers guy. Biggest, I'm a Green Bay Packers guy. We're looking to the future. Biggest yeah. talking point of the combine was, and people were like willing to like bet hundreds of dollars on this. The Packers will draft a pass catcher in the first round. Oh, it might be a 1, tight end. Percent. It might be a, it might be a tight end, but they will draft a pass catcher in the first round. Yeah, they almost need to though. Like honestly, if, if you don't have Aaron Rodgers, give your young you quarterback some Jackson help. Smith and Jack. But are you fucking serious? Yeah, or one of these big tight ends. Oh, Kincaid. Yeah. Yeah, it would make sense, especially with where they're drafting. And oh, they, they did uh, kind of come out and say Speaking that, of receivers here, I'm so glad we mentioned this. I found my uh, receiver draft crush this year. Uh, a couple years ago, it was Nico Collins. Last year, we all know Christian, Christian Watson. Watson. You're 50-50 year. <laughs> I, 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 I just said my draft crush. That's all I said. This year, I found him. It took me a little longer, and I'm sorry. Cedric Tillman. Oh, no. Yeah, baby. Um, Tennessee. 6'3", 215 pounds. He's been oh. hurt since week three. God, yeah, he twists his ankle and had to have surgery. It's fine. Yeah. I like he had a fantastic season last year. Yeah. I do like he Cedric Tillman. I do like Cedric yeah. Tillman. And I'm not saying first round. I'm not saying second round. I'm just saying I'm just go glad get that you're not one size. of those Chiefs fans that thinks Justin Ross is the next DeAndre Hopkins because I'm so anymore. Tired of that. <laughs> yeah, oh, was he for a while? Yeah, oh, give me a couple last months. Year, last it was so bad. Oh, it was not. I was just saying, like, just think if so. He had a Half a good season at Clemson, and people thought this is new. Yeah, nuke. and then he broke his freaking neck, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's your guy, Cedric Tillman. Yep, Cedric Tillman. That's my draft crush. You know the I'm rumor. Not saying no matter what, I'm I you have a type. You know yeah. the rumor, the rumor in Indy, and I'm not corroborating anything. I'm saying this is what people were saying for the Chiefs. Yes, who gives that me? their belief is that Tony will be wide receiver one next year. They're gonna re-sign Juju. And like they're gonna run with it, they're gonna run it back. With yeah, that. I saw that on Twitter, man. I don't know if I. Oh, really? That. I just think that's one of those deals where I it's like, hey, uh, that's bluff. And but in, in Veach, we trust. There's no way Absolutely. you're in the next year with Kadarius Tony being your number one receiver who played what six snaps in the. Super I mean, you Bowl. won a Super Bowl this year with. I him. know we did, but he yeah. played <laughs> like. The guy who's going to be wide receiver one next year played six snaps in the Super well, Bowl. Well, I'm saying year. they would bring back Juju, but he would slide down to a number two role. I don't know how comfortable I am with that. And I'm I mean, fine. I'm honestly, I'm fine with moving on from Juju. Just I do ball. think the the role of Juju is very similar to Sammy Watkins, and that it is needed desperately in the Chiefs' offense for it to be very successful throughout a season consistently. I know they had a good season, right? But you need that bigger body receiver to be there that can, you know, kind of break things open and be another option in the middle of the field aside from Travis Kelsey. I have draft crushes for the Chiefs that are not Cedric Tillman. That's <laughs> Same. I'm waiting. Same. <laughs> Who's yours? Any offensive lineman because Orlando Brown shouldn't come back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who would be there late first? Is it an edge player? I'm thinking O tackle late first. It's that hard. Plays left. Yeah. Uh, Anton Harrison. Seen... You just hope somebody gets arrested. <laughs> Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. <laughs> Speak any ill will on anyone, but I'm just. Yeah. Maybe a report comes out. Brad Beach would be like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe somebody throws a vacuum across the room, and now the Chiefs right. have their left tackle uh, in the future. It's a, it's a bad tackle class. It's after, just a vacuum. After the first couple guys, man. Yeah. 
It is. I, really, like, I don't have any draft crushes. I also don't think there's any way the Chiefs trade out of the first round with the draft being in Kansas City this year. I don't know if that's a, a bet you can make, but there, I, don't I just think don't think they just have any so many. Way. Don't they have a lot of picks this They're year? They're 12. The 12, comp yeah. picks came out yeah, today, too. They have 12 total. So they are not trading out. Yeah. I don't think the draft being in Kansas City matters. The Raiders didn't have yeah, a first-round pick last year. No one cares. Yeah, that's freaking Vegas. This is no, Kansas but like, City. there's and, no way Brett Veach is like, this is a really good trade, but we have a first-round pick. Yeah. So we're not, no, man, they don't do that. I mean, just, I'm just saying, I don't think there's, again, I don't think they're going to trade out of the first I round. don't think the board says trade out this year mm-hmm. is more likely than the draft is in Kansas City. We need a first-round pick. Veach doesn't give a shit about that stuff. <clears throat> if Clark Hunt comes from the top rope, you better. Well, maybe. Uh, Clark Hunt needs to fix his training room, and that's what he needs to worry about. That is staff. fine. And a staff. <laughs> so the players just don't want to hear the fact that, like, hey, I can't go back in. And the head trainer's like, yeah, you're hurt. Sorry, you're not going to go play. Is that how we're – is that the, the – I think it was the other way around. around. Yeah, it was the other way around. Were you trying to make them go play? No, the players were hurt. And he was like, no, you're fine. Go back in. I don't think he would do that. No, that's exactly no, that's what, what the, the players said. said. <laughs> yeah. Which players? 70%. Like, yeah. Huh? 70%. <laughs> Did you read the report? I honestly kind of ignored that part of it. Yeah. I, I didn't want to believe it. Typical. To... This is... No, they said like their head trainer is like one of the biggest scumbags in the NFL. That's He's not mincing words. And I, I know Rick. I almost find that hard to believe because of like how highly every, like all the coaching staff speaks of him. But you remember when people said that about Eric Bieniemy too? And then LaShawn McCoy retires, and he's like, no. He was actually terrible to the players. How did he treat all of them like shit? I also think yeah. there's a difference between how well the media speaks of someone yeah. versus how it's well like, the players you know, speak of someone, especially when they can speak anonymously. And I always use the analogy of, like, I used to work with some teachers that I really hated. Like, I did not like them. I wouldn't say hi to them in the hallway. I didn't like being on projects with them. But if my principal would have been like, hey, what do you think about Mrs. What's-her-name? Oh, she's great. Yeah. Her and I went to college together this and that we've worked on this project she's great you ask me somebody else personally she's a bitch or ask anonymous can't stand to be around oh man i'd have been awesome from the jump i'm like hey i'll be just i really don't get along i i did i mean i talked to some people in indy because those i was there when the report came out i talked to some folks about the whole chiefs thing because like people know i'm local and they're like yeah that's very well known that favoritism is played and that players don't feel like they can self-report things so, yeah. and it'll be interesting. I already saw, um, shoot, I wish you remember who one team, the, the Cowboys actually, they were already like, Hey, we're, we're fixing like what was in that report. We are fixing it. Like it's important to us. Well, shoot, the Cowboys are already super high up there. Yeah. They finished yeah. like fourth. I thought, but I think there's a right way, you know, I mean, when that survey comes out, you got to read it and be like, okay, these players feel like they could be honest. We need to address it. Maybe the Cardinals stop charging for food. You know, little things. But <laughs> Yo, Which is so stupid. By the way, like, hey, you play for this team. Also, that uh, ham sandwich you just got, yeah. six bucks. I, I no talk- more food until you put some money in your account, yeah, okay? Yeah, you tell yeah, your mom. Elementary school. I've talked to, to, like, agents and trainers who can go to a facility and eat free as non-players. And they were like, Arizona's charging players. But – like, it's so wild. Let's get back to uh, Daniel Jones here because we got someone asking here. Daniel Jones, what's the update? We know the Giants signed him to a four-year contract. Yeah. Honestly, what are your true thoughts on that? Was this the right decision by the Giants of like, okay, hey, one year Brian Dable looked pretty good, or is this, uh, well, we just didn't really know what else to do, so we signed him? Well, I talked to Dave's this week, actually, and he believes that Daniel's best football is ahead of him. He was throwing to UDFAs, street-free agents, and 
played well. And you guys know I'm not a big Daniel Jones guy. I think this is a smart signing because it is. it says it's four years. It's really two. So you're covering your bases Ooh, of, there, yeah. you know, we have we have two years to evaluate this player, see where he's at. And then if it doesn't work out, we're free. It is an expensive two years, but, I mean, the salary so cap is – So is a franchise yeah, tag. Like, right. It, so I think it's a – I think the Seahawks and the Giants both did a really good job signing these quarterbacks to short-term deals mm-hmm. that have outs. Like, Geno signed a three-year deal. No one should look at Geno signing and think the Seahawks are out of the quarterback running at all. Really? It's a three-year deal. It's got a, it's a one-year deal. It's three years, but it's one. When they're they're saying, like, in terms high. of the draft, too? Or? If Anthony Richardson's there at five, I think the Seahawks take him. Ooh, that's interesting. Like yeah, no, I mean, no, you should you should be thinking about that. That's like baked in, like that. Well, he's also he's a guy that will have to sit. Yeah, right a year. Anthony Which would probably be is. best for him, honestly. Right. So, like, let Gino play for another year, and guess what? If he plays really well, okay, well, Richardson can sit for two years. And then, because of the Daniel Jones extension, they tagged Saquon Barkley. I, we Super all thought it would go the other way around. Maybe yep, an extension with Barkley, but ten million dollars for ba- for Barkley, yeah, great deal. Mm-hmm. I've, you guys have heard me say this for a long, long time. If I were a general manager and I drafted a running back in the first round, yeah. fifth-year option is getting picked up, and I will franchise tag you one time. I have six years now of you on my roster, and then we're going to give you a gold watch and say goodbye. Yeah, I mean, they could probably What the Cowboys should have done with Zeke, because here yes. comes Pollard, and it's like, well, now what do we do? Because we're paying both of them. Exactly. They also franchise, franchise Pollard. Pollard. Which they've got to have the most expensive running back room the, since 1999. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How do you pay that much money right. for these running backs? Since the Dolphins had Ronnie Brown and Cadillac Williams or whatever, you know. Yeah, Ricky Williams. Ricky and Williams. And, yeah, right. That was an expensive room too, I'm sure. Ricky but went for 1800 So I don't fine. mind the Daniel Jones extension because of what you said. Essentially, it's more like a two-year deal. But I also I think it sends a message to the rest of the locker room of, Hey, it was year one, and these two guys that were high draft picks balled out, and we invested in them. Yep. And what if are you, you ball out? We're gonna have a, right. You're picking twenty sixth. What are you gonna do? Yep. No, I you're also not getting one of these quarterbacks. You're not getting. What are the Giants gonna do in the right. draft here? Are they gonna you know they're gonna go after the Giants? defense? Are they gonna get a receiver? They gotta get a receiver. That's what I'm thinking. And too. I like Isaiah late, Legends. Like late first rounds. Pretty sweet spot for That's, receivers. I think. I think it is. Or at least the way that it's shaking out right now, a lot will change. But right now, I mean, you can get some damn good receivers late round one. I agree. I think this is a year where my guy, Jackson Smith and Jigba, is probably going to go in the teens. Jordan Addison's probably going to go late teens. But you could be looking at Quentin Johnston from TCU, Zay Flowers from Boston College, Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. I, I mean, and I, I think it was last year we started talking about it too. Like these teams are just not going to take a chance on receivers super high in the draft anymore. Next year, Marvin Harrison. We'll see yeah. what happens mm-hmm. with him. But, you know, a lot of these undersized guys, I mean, we saw Chris Olave fall in the draft. Saw Garrett, Garrett Wilson, Wilson fall a little, bit, yeah. a little bit in the draft. Justin Jefferson was, was the 22nd pick yeah, in the draft. Yeah, drafting in the teens, 20s to get a receiver, that's a pretty good spot. And for the Giants, it, it's a I pretty good love, spot for them at 26. I'm not, a, like, the biggest Quentin Johnston fan because he drops too many passes for me, but I think he would do really well there. And I know they already have a bigger guy in Hudgens uh, who was at Oregon State a while back and like he bounced around and he played really well last year. But mm-hmm. I think a big guy would do really well there. Cause they have, they have Wendell Robinson who they like and he'll be your slot. Like go get Quinn Johnston and just fucking throw jump balls. I really like Quinn Johnston. Do you? I do a lot. Yeah. We're going to be different on that. He's going to have some drops. Sure. And I don't think you're going to correct his drops because I don't think you can correct drops. <laughs> yeah. 
A lot of his are contact drops. I'll live drops. and die by him. Didn't you know? Sammy Watkins kind of have drop issues too coming out of college? Like that was something he like focused on a lot at Buffalo. I feel like I remember seeing yeah. it like all like that was all the talk about Sammy Watkins was like. Hey, I'm gonna be honest. I think Sammy Watkins jokes. is like the most average NFL wide receiver of all time. And I'm not trying to talk to him yeah. like being great, right? Yeah. But I mean, I mean for fairly being highly number four picking the draft, in, like, totally yeah. bust. Oh, definitely a bust. For being the number four pick, and you got like guys like Odell, Mike Evans going after you, you're a bust. Yeah, the drop issues though for Johnston. Well, even Jerry Judy had drop issues, and it was like, okay, well maybe he can like. Still does. It felt like a, yeah, but like it's still there, you know. Mm-hmm. When he throws the ball, he catches three touchdowns. LSU game, he dropped one wide open in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other signings, uh, guys like Chris Olave that we talked about. Derek Carr also signed with the Saints, four years. I believe it was like one hundred fifty million dollars yeah. that he got. That's a pretty good signing. I, I like Derek Carr actually. I just want to know where the Saints get their money. <laughs> I don't I think the Saints this, are also wondering that. They like, have a I coffee can. We're in their on year four of them being like forty million dollars over the salary cap, and they, they still field a team every year. They restructure. That's Last why year was ninety. Right, salary cap 90. is not real. I, it's <laughs> I don't know what math they're doing, but yeah. it's not. If they can field a team over the past four years by being like a collective two hundred million dollars over the cap, it's not real. Yeah, I mean they. I don't know they what kind of accounting week. you're doing. I think they just pay Taysom Hill like $90 million a year and they restructure it to get it mm-hmm. off the cap. Also, Joplin's being robbed, apparently. There's sirens everywhere. Yeah. I think they do a really good job of kicking the can down the road. Like, yeah, they've when? had for 40 years. Like, they're going to have to pick I mean, it up, like, I mean, the question is, like, when does it's it come to? been since due? Drew Brees. This yeah. guy's already been fired from his first TV gig. Right? <laughs> or two. One or two. Um, I do like Derek Carr in New Orleans, though. I like him playing in a dome. I like him playing in yeah. warm weather. And I like him playing with Chris Olave. I saw Michael Thomas being excited. And now I'm going to hold my breath on him coming back. Also, I, was, I saw some dead cap stuff on him that he's so expensive to cut, cut him. that you really like, you just got to eat the contract and let him play. So yes. I think that he even knows, like, hey, you can't. Even if you me. trade him, do you have to deal with the dead cap money? Yes. Yeah. And I think his dead cap hit is like $50 million. Uh, no joke. So did you guys wow. see. Roundabout because way they keep here. kicking the can down. Did you see Calvin Ridley's Players Tribune article where he? Like, I have not read it. He basically I read half of it. It's got it like cool. in his own words was taking a lot of painkillers, still with an injury, and it led him down like to a deep dark hole. And one thing about the NFLPA surveys that came out was how many players felt like they could speak on that. And I, I really was waiting for Michael Thomas to be one of those guys who was like, I mean, think about the Byron Jones tweets of like, yeah, yeah, I can't walk or run anymore. I was waiting for Michael Thomas to be one of those guys that was like, I set the NFL record for receptions in a season, and I haven't played since. Isn't didn't he, they just announced that he's set to be cut post June designation? Byron Jones, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that was coming. We, we yeah. knew that was coming, but. I like you guys know I'm a Michael Thomas guy. Uh, I was in the draft, and I mean he validated my opinion without a doubt. So I'm like rooting for him to get back. It's been two years. That's tough. Is it, well, especially at his age. Yeah, 29 he, probably. 29, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew he was getting close to 30. That's just that's tough. I know my body really started to break down then, oh. so I can't imagine what his. Hey, is like. wait till you're in the shadow of 40. I had a conversation with my dentist today. He was a college athlete. I was not. We compared notes on him getting a hip replacement and me getting a knee replacement. Hip's easier. He said he'd be out of one week of work. Yeah. One week. There's an old guy, Joplin, who uh, goes to 6 and 9 all the time. He got hip surgery, and we're like, man, we're not going to see him for a while. Dude showed up four days later. 
Skipping. With the freaking cane. Just like, I can't really sit down, but I'll take a shot. Give me a turkey. I was like, you got it, dude. <laughs> It's on the house. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying like. Yeah, all of his shots on the house because he doesn't pay his tab. He just walks out. Great wow. guy, though. We all love him. Oh, that's an option. Yeah, wait. Yeah, wait. For some. <laughs> no, but, we're going tonight. <sighs> Maybe so. I don't even know how we oh, got on yeah, this stuff. definitely going to that. Sorry. Derek Carr. Sorry, my Derek Carr. Derek Did you see people calling him David Carr on Twitter? And that didn't. Uh, so was... I'm blocked by Derek Carr. So I didn't even see him like announce his signing. Derek Carr or David? Or both. both. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't block like anybody on Twitter. I don't either. I'll mute. I'll, I'll mute. Yeah. I will mute that. You both mute, you mother. Yeah. yeah. If the, you've tweeted at me in a while and I have not responded, you muted. Oh man, <laughs> there's some people with like just glass shattering moments, like this right. motherfucker right here. See, I thought he just went back to teaching. Like, now no, you're yeah. muted. Stop talking about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Brooks Gwynn's like, wait, what? I think what? that is a word that I have muted. Wrestling? wrestling, wrestling. I have. So tired um, of what's his it. name? Tyler Johnson. I have that muted. Oh, nice. The from Minnesota. Him? He's not. I mean, he's, <laughs> I thought he was. Thought he was good. It's too bad you tanked turns his draft. Yeah, yeah. It turns <laughs> out, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit of draft because you are fresh off the combine, mm. and Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Florida, is a name that we keep seeing. And I think there's even some betting favorites on him going number one overall. It's something that we talked about the last time you were on. Yeah. Now there's a little bit more validation to it with the hype. How high do you think he can go? Just, is it one? Is it three, four? I'll say this. One's not crazy. It's not probable. I like, love that you said that, and I don't want to cut you off here. Please keep your same thought there and don't forget it. Could the Texans just realize, or like, excuse me, not even, yeah, Chicago. Okay, Chicago realizes, hey, there's no point in us trading back. Like, we know everyone's going to trade for a quarterback. Why mess around with the fact of yes. not getting Will Anderson? And it's like, let's just take him here. And then even Houston being like, hey, we know we're going to suck next year. We need so much more than a quarterback. Why give up draft capital to go to number one? Let's just take Anthony Richardson. Let him sit behind Davis Mills. If Davis Mills inevitably not play well, then he can come in and see a little bit of experience here one. But then we can just continue to build to the rest of our team here. Well, I think your first point is right. Chicago could look at the tea leaves and say, Jalen Carter just got arrested, mm -hmm. uh, two misdemeanor charges. And the chance of that being cleared up by April 27th are very small. Chicago could look around the room and say, okay, if Houston doesn't want to come up, we can't go back three years and we'll take Will Anderson. Mm -hmm. Maybe we just need to sit tight and take Will Anderson, yeah. right? Because I do think Houston is in a really – and I tweeted this, and people got mad at me because they're Bears fans. Houston is in a great spot where, guess what? There are now four good quarterbacks in this draft. There's not just one. Why would you trade up? And I I yeah. like Ryan Paul. Yeah, for the He's Texan a title, friend of mine. I, I wouldn't. So I'm not trying to like hurt Ryan by saying this, but like, why in God's name would you give up a future first-round pick to go up one spot to get the guy you could get it to? Mm -hmm. And I would say the same for the Indianapolis Colts. Chicago's not taking a quarterback at one. Yeah. Arizona's not taking a quarterback at three. You do have to worry about Arizona. Yeah, trading you just have out. to worry about somebody trading right. in front of you. But, like, that's where you need your league-wide intel. Like, to me, it's like, okay, so could Anthony Richardson go one? Not to Chicago, but yes. It's probable, not likely. I would say right now the most likely situation is Indy feels like, hey, Arizona could – could be the wild card. Someone could come up, whether it be Carolina or whomever. Mm -hmm. So the Colts need to get to one. But like I've seen these trade scenarios that are like crazy, like 
three first round. It's not going to happen. And I wrote about this a month ago. Especially the, with their trade, like those right. positions being so close. The to number one pick is not worth as much this year as people think it is because yeah. there are four good quarterbacks and there's one good defensive player that Chicago wants and Arizona wants. So Chicago knows we can't go back very far. Yeah. So I mean, you lose even, value. Even if you're Indianapolis here, and let's say Chicago trades one spot back here with Houston, and Houston takes you know either Bryce Young or Richardson, and then three you know goes there to Arizona, they possibly trade out. If you're the Colts, can you just stay there at four? I think you. I think. And it's like you're either hoping for because I'm assuming Bryce Young will be the next quarterback taken off, and then it's like C.J. Stroud lands right in your lap. And this is with my hypothetical of Chicago trading back, and you know then. Houston taking Richardson or even Bryce Young. And then I think it's so it's hard to imagine CJ Stroud being the third quarterback. I will say that in all the like, and I was, I mean, I'm part of it, right? Anthony Richardson had the most athletic combine workout ever for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like that's indisputable. The numbers are the numbers. What happened right after that was CJ Stroud had probably the best throwing workout I've ever seen in my life. I think maybe it's a little hot takey. I don't think it is. CJ Stroud's QB1 for me. That's not a hot take. He's like 6'3", his... he's 215, and that throwing workout, man, I C.J. Stroud has a stronger arm than Bryce missed, Young. It was like, oh, well, your receiver dropped it. Right. You didn't miss. I don't know why. I, I, I said this on TV last week. C.J. Stroud's boring, so you're not talking about him. Mm-hmm. Because he's not 5'10", and because he didn't have a 54% completion percentage. Because he's exactly who he's supposed to be. He's exactly. He's just, I even said this on, I said it, he's Dak Prescott. He's just really good. It's not super exciting. It's just really good. And I think CJ, like, to your point, Melo, if the Houston Texans are like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll draft CJ Stroud at two. And then at 12, we'll take Jackson Smith and Jigba. Good luck. I hope they do that. You got Damian Pierce in the backfield. You got Laramie Tunsil and Titus Howard on your bookends. Like, yeah, okay. Let's do it. You have 10 picks after those two to load up your team. You've All got defense. $60 million <laughs> in, in salary cap. I, I love CJ Stroud. I just want to put that on record. I love And, like, Anthony Richardson had a great combine. He's a ton of fun. It's all predicated on him fixing his footwork. Will Levis, it's all predicated on can you speed up your process? If you can, you're really good. If you can't, you're 2022 Carson Wentz. So, like, to me, it's like Bryce Young, you're always going to have the risk of you're probably going to play at 190 pounds. No one's ever done that before. CJ Stroud might be QB1 for me. Mm -hmm. He's just safe. But yeah. good. Safe, but good. High ceiling. I think I heard yeah, you say this floor. on, I think it was either Dan Patrick or another show. I mean, you've been on TV a lot, in case you guys didn't know Matt Miller here from ESPN. Yeah, thank you. Uh, pretty famous guy. <clears throat> it seems like CJ Stroud's getting that Justin Herbert like level of yeah, I did just say that. overlooking him. So yeah. it's like, and I was kind of thinking that too as you were talking, and then you said it, and I was like, oh, look at that. And here's yeah. single like. So it's just, that's kind of playing into it. But Back to Anthony Richardson, are you seeing the progression like you you know you've mentioned with Josh Allen, where each step along yeah, the way definitely. is getting better? Definitely. I mean, watching him. I mean, you know, we watched Week One Utah, I think together, and it was like, damn, this guy's got an arm, and he scored three touchdowns on the ground that day, and it was like, okay. But then I know we watched the Kentucky game together, and he completed forty percent of his passes. Yeah. And it was like, well, it seems Ooh. like the Ravens and the Eagles and that offense they run where exactly. the quarterbacks can and take guess a lot what? of carries. The Colts head coach right. came from Philly. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think a lot of people are connecting that dot. I cannot see Chris Ballard betting his job as a general manager on a quarterback that needs that much development. He, I don't uh, think there's any way he can. Like there's nothing he like yeah. would. It's like hey, I literally can't do this. C.J. Stroud feels perfect for Indianapolis to me, just based on what I know about Ballard and 
yeah. how conservative he is as a drafter. The, the way the quarterbacks fit for me, like Bryce Young, probably uh, it's CJ Stroud, Houston. That feels like a good fit. Oh yeah, they need a face of the franchise. They need a guy. They need a billboard guy. The Panthers. I hope they get Anthony Richardson. Yeah, that'd be fun. The Frank Raiders. Yeah. This is Will Levis. Oh yeah, <laughs> what the, just swing yeah. and a miss. Like yeah. God so dang it. I guess the Colts get Bryce Young. No, that just honestly feel like though, the four fits. I think if me. I could like pick fits for them, and I know you're doing it kind of like comedically. If I could pick fits for them, it would probably be really similar. C.J. Stroud in Houston's offense. Like I said, you get J.S.N. at twelve. Like let's roll. Let's go. Yeah. And I, I do think Bryce Young and Indy, I mean, they've got a good offensive line, assuming Quentin Nelson can get back to who he was. you got JT in the backfield, Michael Pittman, Jelani Woods at tight end. Like, you've got some dudes. Like, he could he could be a point guard there, and I think that's important for him. Also, and this is like just me being old school, I don't want Bryce Young playing anywhere north of the Mason-Dixon line, which we did look up in Indianapolis, and it is much different than you probably think it is. The Mason Dixon line? It's a lot farther north than you think. Because people were telling me I wasn't from the south, and I was like, what is what does that mean? So they're like it's north of Tennessee, right? Yeah, but also it goes up to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. We are south of nope, the Mason Dixon line, that. right? I had this so you know <laughs> hey, how, like, how did I know? I thought that? it was just like the nah, you know how like like I said, the thing I know about more than the draft is gas stations, <laughs> bourbon, and no, history. The Mason Dixon, like drunken one night in Indianapolis, I was like, "Well, I'm south of the Mason Dixon line, so I'm southern." they were like, "No, you're you're not nor you're not south of the Mason Dixon line." I was like, "Uh, well, this is just yes, I am. Ridiculous. Isn't this it? Is Kansas absurd. City, Missouri, all of Missouri is like in the almost, Mason Dixon line. Almost, the, even like the one that I'm looking at, it has yeah, it goes all the way up. So to we are welcome. Near South. How much higher near, does it go near, after near, Kansas near, City? Usually it's like the like OP area, like Overland Park. I mean, is it like Omaha considered north? No, Omaha. Omaha's okay. North. Pretty much just stops right in Missouri. And it goes straight across? And I'm just looking at Google Images, so don't yeah. like. So we are Southern boys. Can you order sweet tea here? Yes. Oh. So. I had so much sweet tea last night, dude, and chili. <laughs> I went and judged a, a quiz bowl for FFA. So, yeah, from the- Oh, wow. I used to compete <laughs> hey, in those. community guy right here. I used to compete in those. I know that shocks <laughs> yeah. you. No, I, I did. We were going to compete in it, too. We were going to get enough people to join us. So I said, hey, I guess I'll judge. Actually, someone volunteered me to be a judge. And I was like, ah, yeah, I guess I'm free. So Nice. Wonderful, wonderful. You see, big community guy right here. Big community FFA. guy. FFA. <laughs> uh, back to some of this draft stuff, though. It, I saw Mel Kuyper put out a draft. McShay put out a draft. Yeah. Your colleagues with them, both of them have four quarterbacks going in the top ten. That seems like that's pretty much a lock. I think four quarterbacks in top five feels like a lock. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's barring trades mm-hmm. up. Um, yeah, Mel and Todd legends. Um, this time of year it's tough because mm-hmm. we're all waiting for free agency and we're waiting for Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr going to the Saints doesn't affect the draft a whole lot. You know what happens with Aaron Rodgers doesn't affect the draft as much as you might think. But you're still waiting. You're waiting for, you know, dominoes to fall. And another one I wanted to ask you about is how far do you think Jalen Carter does fall? Oh, man. Um, McShay had him falling to 12. That feels that feels good. Um, I don't Dang. know. I just he, the thing is, like, I've never covered anything like this before. And I, I was on radio yesterday, and I someone like really pressed me. They were like, no, 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 like, we're going to make you answer this. And I said, you know, I've covered some crazy stories in my time, like Mante Teo, Laramie Tunsil, Robert 
in Kimdiche who fell out of a third floor hotel room. All those were like victimless. Manta Teo didn't do anything wrong, right? He got catfished. Yeah. Laramie Tunsil video gets leaked to him with a bong. Robert Kimdiche walks out of a hotel floor. They didn't hurt anyone. They weren't alleged to have hurt anyone. Jalen Carter is alleged to have cooperated in activity that led to two people dying. I think the, the biggest problem, too, is that in the NFL, it's a public thing. It's that these are known yeah. things. So you've heard stories about players just being right. absolute shady people. Mostly they'll get drafted. So yeah. I don't know. Joe Mixon fell. He saw drafted well, in the second round. Well, I actually had someone tell me last yeah, week. kill somebody, but um, punch the girl. Someone told face. me last week that if Joe Mixon's video had come out, he would have never been drafted. Because we're talking about Jalen Carter. And I said, well, like, you know, there are guys. There are guys in the league. Tyree Kill, Joe Mixon, who have allegations in their past. And that was the retort. And this was from a former general manager. He stopped me. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If those videos were public, he, they would have never been drafted. Now, Jalen Carter, ESPN announced they have surveillance video. You know, they, they have the video of what happened. I haven't seen it. Man. but um, Those videos are so much harder to watch when you realize someone had passed because of it. Like oh, seeing you, the like, even like the Ruggs video. Yeah, I was gonna say like that. Right well, and there, I think that messed me up. Man, bit, that's the thing of like, and he's sitting on the sidewalk just crying. Also, you had that. That was one. That was like one year ago, and now you have another player racing. It's it's tough, and I think the other side of it is you guys know, the minute you drive Jalen Carter, every media member in your city and maybe in the nation is going to be in that press conference asking your owner and your general manager and head coach. And as much about as you think that. those guys like your team and are going to support you, they're looking for that big story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one thousand percent. So I don't know. Make their Where's Stanley Carter going to get drafted? I have no idea. If, I can't imagine he falls out of the top ten. If you I told me he, he was going third, 10. I'd believe you because the NFL is the NFL. If you told right. me he fell out of the second round, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, I think one thing that is also pushing him down is the great workouts that the quarterbacks had. So they yeah. are rising. Yeah. Where you know before we probably would have seen Will Levis. Like yeah, maybe he goes seven. Well, now that's probably more of a I think surefire thing. Yeah. But it's you're telling me the, the Seahawks, the Lions, some of these teams are not going to take Jalen Carter? I think it also falls into something you say all the time when you talk about teams. is like, can the locker room handle that? Can yeah. the locker room right now, is, is there a locker room a situation where you could bring on Jalen Carter, who, you know, there's been reports of character issues, however much you want to dive into it or what it was or what it, you know, entailed. But it's also this here with the car accident of, yeah, you're speed racing down the inter, you know, down the roads in Georgia after being out on the bar. I think you, you have a veteran a, that can put him underneath his wing and take right. care of him. You need a strong locker room. Yep. You know, you and I, well, the I Eagles think, pick at ten, and I can't imagine he falls past that. Well, Jordan Davis is there, and there's obviously some familiarity there. Mm-hmm. The, they were teammates at Georgia. And then, yeah, having guys like Fletcher Cox who are still there for now. Yeah, for now, yeah. Uh, that does feel like a, a You don't floor. have to keep Fletcher Cox just to make sure that it's like... Well, hey, he and Jordan Davis were like mentor-mentee at Georgia. No. There's no, a natural... One in. <laughs> yeah, there's a natural... Uh, that would make sense. Yeah. And also, they you hate that it boils down to football, but they do need a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, you know, speaking of the Eagles are at 10, Bijan right there in Tommy Shea's draft doesn't pass fall the, pass, I, fall past the Eagles. I had made that pick about a month ago and got a ton of heat from it. It's just like it's terrifying one that of those happens. teams that's just so good. Like, could they draft a running back at 10? Yeah, they, they could. They just don't have a lot of needs. Right, right. I like, mean, they're, even we're talking about Jalen Carter. They have two defensive tackles that are going to be in front of him. Yeah, their defense is going to get hit hard in free agency. Corners are going to go. Uh, maybe a safety. I mean, we'll see what happens with Javon Hargrave. Which so, could be a sweet spot for corners, too. I think a couple yeah, of Christian them maybe come off the board. Uh, Devon Witherspoon. Definitely, I, Philly's a fun team because they've got they got picks and they have no needs. 
Yep. Yeah. It's kind of a weak safety class. It, feels it like. is a weak safety class. It's a weak defensive tackle class after Jalen Carter. What about linebacker? Uh, it's not a first-round draft at linebacker. It's a second round. It's like Trenton Simpson, Jack Campbell, Don't those always Drew turn out Sanders. to be the best linebacker class. Oh, yeah, right, you know, right, Fred right. Warner. Nick right. Bolton. Uh, Fred, Fred is a dude. Uh, Wilson out of Wyoming. It's like, oh, we're not going to take him in the first round, but right. nah, he's an all-pro. But even Nick Bolton, <laughs> yeah. second-round pick. Man, yeah. I will say this. I tweeted today. I've, I'm doing a lot of round or day three stuff. Mm-hmm. And my job is I got to find starters on day three. And I'm already like, I'm getting my list. Like there are dudes like who are just like, they're a little short or they're a little oh, you better talk to Brad Veach about the corners. Hopefully he doesn't leak that information to you, but like, he just seems to find, it. I think you're, yeah. Well, oh year, yeah. yeah. Like, last year was let him tell me. Draft. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I think, I think you're good at corner. <laughs> got three rookies. that are pretty good. Yeah. I would be surprised if the chiefs added another safety. Especially Lonnie is teams. a free agent. I think he's gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Who's Juan Thornhill. Oh, I and I so. don't. I mean, like, I didn't think Justin Reed played great. He didn't play terribly. He didn't play great. Kicker. Also, I just guy. want the Texans to draft another good safety that you know they eventually get rid of in about four years for the Chiefs to then pick up in free agency and then go win another Super Bowl because uh, it's happened twice in a row. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> true. Tyron Matthew. He was drafted by the Cardinals. Well, still. Okay. Last two, three years he, there, four just years. One, one year, one year Houston. in Houston. One year in Houston. Just yeah. Let one leave Houston. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Any other next? big Jalen Petrie. Will be next. There you go. That's your guy. Uh, Big draft picks. Um, I think the edge rushers come off the board early and often. Like when we sneaky good, sneaky good doesn't happen at that position. Thirty-one first-round picks. If seven are edge rushers, I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. Yep. Sneaky. I think it'll be the most position players picked in round one will be edge rushers. I will say. uh, I'm pat myself on the back here. I wrote an article talking about how much I love Will McDonald. Did you really? I hate you. And Mel, then Todd, or not Todd, Mel, did. Mel, Mel put him at eight. Mocked him eight we, overall. Yeah, we were on the phone that night. And I thought he was going to be like a third rounder. Or no, <laughs> I, like, did, I love this guy. I did, too. His, Get him. <laughs> I did his radio show, and the other guy, uh, Dari, on his radio show was like, Matt, what's the player you most disagree with Mel? And Mel was like, I can tell you right now it's Will McDonald. And I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. It is. The, I like That was Will. one of my draft crushes, though, because eight. I honestly thought like he would be a good fit for Kansas City. Hey, he had a great senior bowl. He had a great really combine. <laughs> Um, he fits that mold. Uh, Felix Uzoma and Aduke from K State might be your guy, Mello. There's yeah. your next one. Could be uh, a lot of edge rushers, though. A lot of edge, like you said. Uh, getting closer to the draft. Good tight end. Sure, good corner. Good edge. Sure, we'll have you back on soon. It's about every other week at this point. You're welcome to stop by whenever. Uh, but we do appreciate you guys joining us. I, I'm sure that we'll also get into some more basketball as the playoffs are right around there. But March Madness, baby. Yeah, Phil, yeah brackets it? come out Sunday. Yeah. When does March Madness start? Tournaments, conference tournaments are now. Yep. The, be... They'll do selection Sunday, this Sunday. Well, I'm off all next week because so of then, free agency, so there we go. Then brackets will come out on Monday. Games start on Thursday. Maddie Mills. Well, games start on Tuesday. Two For plan. me, they start on Thursday. I don't care about the playing game. Maddie Mills Bar and Grill now is a hot tub. We will be ready for the tournament. Ew. I could desperately use some beverages. Hot tub, movie theater. Anything else you want to humble brag about real quick? Love you guys. All right. We appreciate you guys, Big Country, and I will be back at it on Sunday. We'll talk to you all then.